Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, it's Misty. This is Lattes and Legends. And it will be Sunday when you listen to this. It is Black Friday in my world. Uh, So... Yeah, you should already have listened to the Friday episode, um, which I recorded yesterday or the day before. don't really remember. I am so well rested. I've kind of gotten over the cold that took me over. Um, and then yesterday was Thanksgiving, which I ended up not cooking. It was a horrible scene where we were hanging out. My husband got sick and was... Very, 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 very sick. So, um, our Thanksgiving consisted of laying around and trying to make sure the other one was not dying. So, yeah, we weren't really dying, guys. Sorry. Um, just being dramatic. But, yeah, we are better, and it's Friday, and I wanted to say hi and record a podcast and all that. Uh, it's cold here in Colorado. We had some thunder snow today, which was awesome. And I'm now drinking a hot chocolate. I'm well caffeinated. I'm ready to go. So just a few housekeeping things before I dive into this. Check out the website. It's lattesandlegendspodcast.com there are some Black Friday deals on the coffee mugs and stickers I don't care if you drink coffee drink your water out of it, drink your hot chocolate out of it, drink your tea out of it, just get one they're on sale deals, deals, deals Um, speaking of deals I'm going to give my other business a plug Passion Flower Beauty is having a Black Friday sale as well everything is 55% off So if you are shopping for that special someone in your life that loves lotions or bath bombs or shampoo and conditioner bars, 
hey, guess what? I make that stuff. Buy it. It's passionflowerbeauty.com. The discount code is zombie turkey, all caps, 55% off. Uh, thanks to all the new listeners. What else? Check me out on Facebook, Latitudes and Legends Podcast. Instagram, Latitudes and Legends. Twitter, email me with your stories. Or if you hate the sound of my voice, I would love to hear from you. It's latesandlegends at gmail.com. I have a Patreon, which is patreon.com slash latesandlegends. You can get lots of cool stuff on Patreon. I'll start posting up some videos for subscribers. And you could sponsor me because, like I said, everyone needs a sponsor. Yep. So. I know a lot of you are probably like road tripping and stuff like that throughout the holidays. So I decided to do today's episode on haunted highways. Uh, once again, I was writing for a freelance client of mine and they have like a haunted tours website or something. And uh, one of these popped up as one of the um, haunted places that I was writing about. So I decided to go a little bit more with it and do more than one haunted highway. So the first one is I-4, Interstate 4, that is in Florida. So the sources that I found for this were weirdus.com, maps.roadtrippers.com, and what's funny about that is I, uh, <laughs> when I first looked at it, I thought it said road strippers instead of road trippers. So it's not road strippers. Although that sounds like a great adult film that you should check out. I'm sure there is one. Uh, and then top tens with a Z dot net. So here we go. The interstate four highway stretches over 132 miles through Florida and is frequently and is frequented daily by those on their way to work or to visit friends and certainly as a travel hub for those vacationing in the Sunshine State. Perhaps they're going to, yes, Disney World. Well, the I-4 is a very well-traveled highway. There's one spot nicknamed the Dead Zone where people need to be especially careful. Uh-oh, there go my notes. Sorry, guys. This quarter-mile stretch of highway has been the location of many car accidents, electronic malfunctions, and even ghost sightings. Yes. Why is this seemingly cursed spot on the highway so dangerous for drivers? Because it was built over graves, and a disturbed gravesite is the perfect recipe for strange things to happen. Or maybe it's just a coincidence that so many people have crashed their vehicles there. Although it's a pretty frightening coincidence. Guys, let's talk about burying or building things on gravesites. Does this remind you of a movie? Does this remind you of Poltergeist? I think so. The graves are under one of the eastbound lanes of the I-4 before you get to the south end of St. John's River Bridge. But you'll but we'll let you decide what you think. So let's see. Here we go. 
Let's take a look at the strange and eerie parts of Interstate 4, known as the Dead Zone. Around the halfway point between Daytona and Orlando is a very dangerous spot for drivers. The Interstate 4 highway passes over the St. Johns River in Seminole County, and at the south end of the Interstate Bridge is a quarter mile section known as the Dead Zone. The Dead Zone is known for the exceptionally high amount of accidents that have happened here. Oddly enough, on the first day that the new Interstate 4 was opened, a tractor trailer carrying frozen shrimp suddenly lost control and jackknifed directly above the disturbed graves of immigrants who died there from yellow fever. While there isn't an exact number, uh-oh, I lost my notes again. It is believed that anywhere from 1,500 to over 2,000 accidents have happened there since the highway opened in 1963. Unfortunately, many of those accidents resulted with death. In fact, around 440 accidents happened at the location between 1999 and 2006. And in just a 24-month period, between 1995 and 1997, there were a staggering 44 car accidents that resulted in 65 people being injured. Holy cow. Florida, what is going on? All right. In the years before the 1800s, 1880s, sorry, the location was nothing but wilderness with a sand road that ended up at an area that was equipped with a hand operated river ferry. Then in 1886, a railroad station was built and there was an attempt to begin a Roman Catholic colony named St. Joseph's Colony. The owner of the land, Henry Sanford, thought that he could get some German immigrants to fill the colony. But after just four immigrants' family moved there, Sanford's efforts to establish a thriving colony ended. One year later, there was an outbreak of yellow fever that claimed the lives of one immigrant family. There was so much fear that the others would contact, contract the fever that the four bodies were taken into the woods and burned. The priest, who was also living in the colony, had to go to Tampa to minister to the yellow fever victims there. But unfortunately, three days after arriving, he passed away from the fever. When the priest died... There wasn't anyone who could perform the last rites to the family of four who had passed away, and they were buried without any ceremony. By 1890, the colony had developed into a rural town called Lake Monroe. When a man named D.V. Warren bought the land north of the railroad, he cleared the area so he could do some farming, but he left the cemetery untouched. The graves looked like an island in the middle of the cultivated farmland, and over time, the names of the four wooden markers were erased by nature. Warren sold his land to Albert S. Hawkins in 1905. Hawkins had leased the land to other farmers, but always asked them not to touch or mess with the burial site. However, one farmer ignored the warning and attempted to remove the wire fence that was around the graves. His house mysteriously burned down that exact day. See, people, this is what happens when you interrupt shit. <sighs> don't do it. If someone says, don't touch those graves, hey, guess what? Probably not a good idea. Why are your people so fucking stupid? Anyway, Mr. Hawkins, hope you got yours. Anyway, 
However, after the Hawkins' new house was built, they began experiencing strange things in their new home, especially with children's toys. A small rocking chair would begin rocking all by itself, and several toys would move on their own. Even his neighbors told him that they had seen strange lights around the gravesites at night. Perhaps this is why many of the locals nicknamed the area, wait for it, the Field of the Dead. Mr. Hawkins, you are not a smart man. Don't mess with things like graves. It's not worth it. Another chilling event happened in the early 1950s when a boy was disturbing the graves and the following night he was killed by a drunk driver. The driver was never identified or caught. Oh, yikes. That's kind of scary. I would never wish harm on people, like death on people that um, destroy or tamper with graves, but there's got to be some sort of consequence for messing with the dead because, you know, it's just rude. First off, like, I'm sorry. Graveyards and cemeteries, those are places that should be held in the highest regard. You should not go around and mess with people in the in their graves or the afterlife. Like, no, there's definitely going to be some sort of, I don't know, spiritual consequence for that kind of shit. But that's just my opinion. All right, so let's talk about hurricanes and the interstate the government bought the property in 1959 for a purpose of building I-4. The four graves were supposedly relocated. Um, and then when they checked in on it, the surveyors uh, discovered they were not relocated. The surveyors of the land decided to let the graves be because they felt it was best to ignore the graves and just build over them. Cool guys, cool. One of the engineers was even quoted saying, it's not an ancient Indian burial ground. They're just a few old bones. Their choice not to relocate the graves would be one of the worst decisions they could have ever made. In September, 1960, dirt was poured on top of the graves in order to raise up the highway. At the same time, that the dirt fill was being poured on the graves, a powerful storm, Hurricane Donna, was hammering the southern region of Florida. The hurricane was well on its way to the Gulf of Mexico, but suddenly, that's right, it changed course, and it went straight for the location where the new interstate was being built. In fact, the eye of the hurricane passed directly over the gravesite at exactly midnight on September 10th, 1960. The damage from the storm delayed the construction of the highway for almost a month. Seriously, I'm just saying, even nature likes to give people consequences for disturbing graves. Um, in 2004, another major storm, Hurricane Charlie, took almost the exact same route that Hurricane Donna had. Hurricane Charlie passed directly over the graves of the four deceased immigrants. And what's even more eerie is that there was construction happening around the graves right before the hurricane passed over it. It seemed as though something or someone didn't want anyone disturbing the final resting place of these immigrants. Um, there's a book called Strange Florida and there's in this 
book they talked about hurricanes and the author is Charlie Carlson you should check it out if you're into strange stuff it's a really good book um, he was quoted saying Charlie followed almost the exact same route as Donna they referred to Charlie as the I-4 hurricane strangely enough there was construction going on around the graves the land where the graves were the graves were was being disturbed again it was almost like a repeat of Donna Thank you, Charlie Carlson. Um, There have also been a high number of tornadoes that have ripped through the area following the route of Interstate 4. All right. Now we're going to talk about some coincidences. A coincidence? Some coincidences? We'll see. It's definitely a strange coincidence that two hurricanes seemingly made sure that they hit the exact location where the graves were being disturbed by construction, as well as many tornadoes that traveled up I-4, as if there was some force or magnet attracting them to the location. But there is another coincidence that is absolutely bone-chilling and disturbing. At the beginning of all of this, I was talking about how there were 44 car crashes um, that ended up injuring 65 people from 1995 and 1997. So it's two years, 44 crashes, 65 people were injured. If you take a moment to do the math, which I did, you add up 44 and 65 and you get a total of 109. In 1996, it had been exactly 109 years since the four members of the immigrant family died in 1887. I'll let you decide If you think it's eerie and a coincidence, but I'm just saying, in 1996, there had been 109 incidents. You, yeah, I'll let you do the math and I'll let you decide. I think it's really cool and really kind of creepy. All right, so all this talk of accidents and what have you. So let's talk now about the paranormal activity that has happened here. Uh, In addition to the countless car crashes, deadly tornadoes, strong hurricanes, I-4 is known as the most haunted highway in America, especially in the dead zone. There have been many strange occurrences and paranormal activity associated with the highway. One common claim is that cell phones, radios, and CBs stop working when people drive through the dead zone. Others have claimed that they had heard static or the sound of children laughing coming from their electronics. Ooh! children laughing they have also heard disembodied voices such as a person's asking who's there or a simple question of why but when the drivers respond through the devices of course there's no one on the other end to answer because that would be silly some people have even claimed to have heard the sounds of snarling or growling coming from their radios oh my god i think i would piss myself that's scary What's even more frightening is the fact that there are no cell phone or radio antennas in that area. So the strange sounds are coming from their electronic devices, but it's a true mystery what or who um, is trying to get to them. Yeah, that's crazy. Some people have reported seeing ghost cars, shadow people, and ghostly apparitions of hitchhikers, as well as suddenly driving into a thick fog that appears out of nowhere and feeling cold spots. Some have witnessed unexplained balls of light that zigzag around the road. Others have claimed to have seen the ghostly apparition of a young woman. 
in a flowing white dress or nightgown. And even more disturbing, um, some drivers have claimed that an unseen force has taken over their vehicle. Oh, that is so creepy. While state officials have blamed the exceptionally high amount of car accidents on traffic conditions, many people believe that the crashes are caused by the restless spirits and they're looking forward to revenge um, because their graves were disturbed. I'm telling you guys, karmically, if you disturb a grave, I, like I said, there should be consequences, spiritual karmic consequences. There's no doubt that there have been an unusually high number of car accidents on I-4, and there are a lot of claims coming from people who have experienced strange and unexplained happenings. Add in the fact that the dead zone is resting on top of four graves, and well, it's no surprise that this is the most haunted highway in America. Hmm. So that is Interstate 4 in Florida, and now I will talk about Route 66. And I'm back. Sorry to keep you waiting, although I don't think you were really waiting that long. I'm going to talk about Route 66 now. Do, do, do. Here we go. My sources for this one. If my mouse will work. There we go. Um, Thetravelchannel.com. Wideopencountry.com. And HuffPost.com. All right, here we go. Route 66 is America's mother road. Established in 1926, the highway connected Chicago to Los Angeles and passed through eight states. The two-lane road represented freedom in the Great Migration West. Several small towns grew due to their proximity of to Route 66. Although it, is decommissioned, it was decommissioned in the 1980s, Route 66 still holds an allure for road trippers who want to relive the highway's heyday. As for every neon-lit roadside diner along the way, um, there's at least 10 ghost stories of the spirits of travelers past haunting America's Main Street. If you like road trips, here we go. So I have gotten together 10-ish of the most haunted um, stops on the way when you're on Route 66. So this is definitely something I wrote down and saved because my husband and I love going on road trips. And um, I don't know, this just sounds fucking cool. Here we go. The first, the Arizona Hotel Monte Vista. Monte Vista? Monte Vista. I don't know. Monte Vista. It opened in 1927 and hosted guests such as John Wayne, Bing Crosby, and Harry Truman. It was the Duke himself who is said to have made the hotel's earliest ghost sightings. The movie star reported seeing a friendly ghost in his room during his stay. Guests who stay in room 210, the Zane Gray Room, report getting a knock on the door by a phantom bellboy calling for room service. But when guests open the door, ha! You guessed it. No one is there. Uh, uh, uh. So, yeah. So, that's Arizona Monte Vista Hotel. That's number one. All right. The first, the, or sorry, the second, um, this 4.6-mile cavern system near Stanton, Missouri, 
was one of the primary tourist attractions along Route 66 and is the most visited cave in Missouri. It's also famous for being the hideout of Jesse James. Visitors have reported seeing a mysterious man dressed in black who is believed to be Jesse James. So you know what is interesting? So I wrote this down, but I did not tell you um, the name of this cave. Where did I say this was? Stanton, Missouri. So let's see here. I'm not sure why I didn't do that. Uh, oh, it's called Merrimack Caverns, right? Yeah. Um, so M-E-R-A-M-E-C Cavern. Um, apparently it's super cool and Jesse James hit out there, so... Maybe if you're driving down Route 66, check it. See if you see him. All right. So, um, the next one is the Belvedere Mansion. Hold on. Sorry, guys. I wrote all of this stuff down and didn't really follow through with where it's located. So, I hate when people do that. Um, because then you get all stoked because you think, oh, I'll go visit blah, 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 because Missy was talking about it on her podcast. Wrong. I don't even know where it is. All right, here we go. The next one is in Claremore, Oklahoma, and it's the Belvedere Mansion. John M. Bayless began construction on the Victorian-style Belvedere Mansion in the early 1900s. He died before he could see it completed. His family completed the home after his death and continued to live there until 1919. However, some say their spirits never left. Today, the mansion is on the National Register of Historic Places. Visitors at this haunted place have heard toilets flush on their own, felt somebody touch them, even when they were completely alone. So that's cool. Alright, so here we go. Um, so this next one is called the Oatman Hotel. And it looks like it is in Oatman, Arizona. So maybe you can check that out. Alright, so the Oatman Hotel in Oatman, Arizona. Alright, here we go. The Oatman Hotel was built in 1902 and was originally called the Drulin Hotel and had a booming business providing rooms to area miners. After the mines closed down, Route 66 travelers filled the rooms of the Oatman. Among the travelers were Clark Gable and Carol Lombard. The celebrity couple apparently loved their time there so much that they never checked out. For years after Gable and Lombard died, the hotel staff reported hearing the couple laughing and whispering together, even though their room was empty. Ooh. Right, here's another. This is called the Natatorium. It's in um, Ohio. Cuyahoga Falls, Ohio. Here we go. Um, the 
NAT, as it's referred to now, opened in 1922, and it started as a nightclub and became popular with music, um, musicians, sorry. Uh, artists such as Buddy Holly and Little Richard appeared here. Lynette closed as a public venue in the 60s, but continued to hold occasional special events. However, the party really never stopped. In the decades past, the Nat staff has, has witnessed ghost couples still twirling around the dance floor and even spotted a 1930s spirit with a wine stain on her dress walking through the venue. Oh, see, stuff like that makes me so happy. I want to go see a 1930s gal with a wine stain on her dress. Um, all right, so the next one is in Tucson, Arizona. This is the Rialto Theater. Built in 1924, it is an icon of Route 66. It seated 1,200 people and hosted very popular vaudeville and trapeze acts in the 30s. In the 70s, the Rialto began screening independent movies and was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 1978. Over the years, the theater has been a hub for paranormal activity. The women's bathroom stalls are said to shake on their own, and the ghost of a man who went insane in the projector room has been seen wandering throughout the theater. Ooh. Guys, this... Um, this stuff is really, uh, it's really cool. I might have to do a little focus on the Rialto. So the next one is in Springfield, Illinois. This is called the Inn at 835. The Inn at 835. It's a boutique hotel. Built in the early 1900s, the Inn at 835 was the brainchild of businesswoman Belle Miller. The inn's, the inn first housed apartments for the Springfield's elite. The apartments were later renovated into seven guest rooms. The inn's caretaker, Belle Miller, is said to still hang out on the property. Miller has been seen patterning around the inn, ripping, uh, oh, repairing the ripped wall paper, and also taking her favorite book from the bookshelf. That is so cute. I love her name too, Belle Miller. All right, so the next one is in Tulsa, Oklahoma. It is the Gil Crease Museum. It has an extensive collection of Native, Native American artwork. Uh, the museum was a passion project of Thomas Gil Crease, who passed away in 1962. Visitors have seen him wandering the grounds of the museum. And the staff have many stories of doors opening and shutting on their own and ghostly children running around the sites. Ooh, that might be another one to focus on soon. Um, so the Joplin Ghost Light, also called the Hornet Ghost Light, has been spotted since the 19th century and can be seen near the Missouri-Oklahoma border. The best place to see this eerie glow is Oklahoma's East 50 Road. On a clear night, you can see a ball of light dancing on the horizon. Some say the light is the result of atmospheric gases or the headlights just traveling on Route 66 across the interstate. But several area residents are convinced that something supernatural is at work here. 
in the 1960s and 70s, cars would park along East 50 to watch for a glimpse of that glowing orb. While technically not part of Route 66, the devilishly named Route 666 is in close proximity to this historic road. The supposedly satanic stretch of highway runs from Utah to New Mexico, where it meets the Mother Road outside of Gallup. It should not. It should come as no surprise that Route 666 is the site of some truly creepy, unexplained phenomena. Drivers have reported being chased by a pack of vicious, rabid dogs running at high speeds. There have also been several stories of a mysterious black sedan speeding down the highway. When the vehicle seems to rapidly speed toward them, drivers pull off to get um, to avoid getting hit. Seconds later, the car disappears. Um, and I know that they have renamed Route 666. Um, I think it is now called... What's it called now? Uh, eh, eh, eh. Friends, I don't even know <laughs> what it's called now. Um, oh, here we go. It is called um, 491, so Highway 491. Uh, so, yeah, that's a little insight on some haunted highways. I really have gone down the rabbit hole since I started recording this. So needless to say, you will probably hear some more Route 666 stories uh, next week. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Happy traveling if you're traveling. Happy road tripping. If you're road tripping, happy just not having to work if you're not having to work because, man, it's always nice to take a day a mental health day, I like to call them, and just enjoy it. So, yeah, I'll talk to you guys next week, hopefully Friday, definitely Sunday, and happy uh, Black Friday-ness. Cyber Monday is coming up, so get your credit cards ready. <laughs> All right, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.